Welcome to Practice That, podcast for the practice manager. Today is Tuesday the 16th of November 2021. I'm Ann Davis with RACGP and with me once again is Tracy Gardner. Tracy is a senior trainer with Health Industry Employment Services. She has a strong health background as a registered nurse specialising in emergency nursing and mental health. This is Tracy's second recording with Practice That, and this topic of telephone de-escalation neatly follows her first recording about occupational violence. Tracy, thank you for joining me once again. Oh, thanks for having me, Anne. You're talking to us today about telephone aggression. Have you found this as a common form of aggression in practices? Yes, I have actually. When I first started delivering my talks, I didn't actually have this as a topic, but every time I delivered talks, it would come up every single time as one of the main forms of verbal aggression that people were getting, and it was over the phone. And whilst phone aggression isn't an imminent harm, it still affects the staff by their sense of safety and well-being in their workplace. So it is very important. The other thing was a lot of practice managers were talking to me about this was their main reason why people were making complaints because they were saying that staff were hanging up on them, that they were being rude to them, and so the practice managers were having to deal with a lot of complaints. So we've got to look at what we can do when we get an aggressive person on the phone. And I think it's it's very similar to de-escalating a person face-to-face, but unfortunately we don't have our body language, and we know that body language makes up 55% of how we communicate or what's perceived from the other person. So we don't have that. So we've got to rely on our tone of voice and what we say. So, you know, the main points of face-to-face de-escalation, the first and most critical point is listening. So if someone calls up, really listen to what they're saying. And if someone's aggressive to you on the phone, the first thing you want to do is talk over top of them. So try and avoid the impulse of talking over the top of someone and just try and weed out what the actual issue is and let them know that you're listening by saying things like, okay, uh uh-huh, because we don't want to talk over the top of them, but we can do that by letting them know, know that we are actually listening to what they're saying. The second thing we want to concentrate on is providing validation to the caller. So many times a person, you know, that's screaming at you on the phone, they just want you to recognize that they're upset for a good reason. So try not to talk down to the customer. Um, Instead of telling them to calm down, you want to say something like, I see why this has made you so upset. Yes, this is a problem for you. Let's find a solution. So just validate what their issue is and what their behaviour and feelings are. And I think too, just what you were saying earlier about the tone that you used as well as the words, that's going to be valuable. The tone is more important than the words that we use because if I'm talking to you with a rude tone, you're not even going to hear the words that I'm saying. You're just going to hear my tone of voice and automatically you're going to react to me in a negative way. And the next thing which sort of goes hand in hand with that is don't react emotionally. So we know that callers can test our patients to the limit, but you need to separate yourself from their emotion and just treat them objectively. So if you react in anger, then you're only going to exacerbate the situation. So step back and just think objectively. What I'm hearing is to respond rather than react. Exactly. That's a really good way to put it. Also, we can train ourselves to be pleasant. And I know that sounds a bit silly, but 
practicing your tone of voice. It's a really good way to look in the mirror and practice the way that you talk. Train yourself to maintain a pleasant and calm tone of voice, no matter what the person says to you. Also, we want to offer solutions to people. So we want to try and not overwhelm them with a lot of solutions. So give them a single definite solution if you have one, um, or give them two options, but don't try and overcomplicate it. It's really difficult for people to think rationally and clearly when they're upset. So you might say something like, look, I see that you're upset right now. Do you want to call back in five minutes time or do you want me to call you back in 10 minutes when you feel less upset and then we can talk more? Or do you want me to go away and find out the answer for you and come back and we can talk again? So it's just giving them two clear options to be able to move on to the next stage. Try and not put people back on hold because this can really make people irate. But sometimes, you know, we have to do it for privacy reasons and things like that. So you can say something like, is it okay if I put you back on hold? It's just that I want to go away and make sure that I ask somebody who knows the answer to your question. I think another really important thing is not to be dishonest. So we need to be honest. Avoid vague terms and don't make promises we can't keep. So, you know, it's very natural when someone is aggressive over the phone that we want to panic and we want to tell them exactly what they want to hear just to get them off the phone as quickly as possible and I must admit I've done this in the past because I didn't know how to react so you know I just told them what they wanted to hear and hung up and then I got in trouble the next day because my colleague said oh you just you told someone such and such and then they rang up and they abused me (laughs) so it's actually much better to just simply tell them that you don't have a solution, but you will go and find the answer for them. And I think people appreciate that more than being told something that isn't correct. Now, the last thing is sometimes we do just have to hang up, but there is a process because we know that we can get ourselves in a lot of trouble if we don't do it correctly. So the first thing you want to do is ask them if they want to speak to a manager or the person in charge. And this makes them feel like, oh, okay, I am important. I do get to speak to somebody that you know, knows more than what you do. And so it's a good way for them to feel like they are important and that you are listening to them. And quite often the reports that I get from the staff is like, you know, I told them exactly the same thing that the practice manager told them, but they took it from the practice manager a lot better than what they took it from me. And unfortunately, that's the way it is. But if it works, that's great. Sometimes if they don't calm down and we've listened and we've done all these other things that we've just talked about, you do have to hang up. But what we want to do first is we want to get a witness. So most of the time when someone's aggressive, we're either in an office and we've got other people around us, or if you're in the reception counter and you've got someone next to you, just get their attention. Hold the phone out. So your colleague knows, okay, there's someone on the phone here being aggressive and rude. And then think about what you're going to say to this person. This may be when you have to talk over the top of them. So what you're going to say to them is what would be professional and appropriate and what you're going to document later on. So you might say to them, look, I feel like I'm getting you more upset here and I don't want that to happen. And you're not able to hear me because you are upset. So I'm going to have to hang up now and please call back later. So give them that option to call back later so you're not just hanging up on them and and ending it. And then you might want to repeat that a couple of times. I'm going to have to hang up. I'm, I'm sorry, but, you know, please call back. And then you can hang up.
and then make sure that you do record and report this as well. So managers love it when they get a phone call about, oh, your staff member was really rude to me, and they know what actually happened and they've got it all reported and recorded there. And then you can put the witness in your documentation as well. That's really good advice about the documentation and how to do that hanging up if you have to. Now, this sort of scenario-based training, you and George run that quite a lot. So I'll make sure that in the podcast show notes, there's a link to that section on your website. Tracy, this has been really useful. You've given managers lots of really valuable tips on how to help their receptionists to manage and de-escalate telephone aggression. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. That brings us to the end of this podcast. Till next time, goodbye and be kind to each other.